The Canopy Group is a unique insurance agency that offers 16 carefully selected companies for home and auto insurance. Would you be satisfied if the only dessert you could have this season was fruitcake? That would be like having one agent representing one company. Meanwhile, a neighbor of yours creates a dessert exchange with friends and family, and they make a variety of desserts. Peanut brittle, fudge, gingerbread, all that stuff. At the Canopy Group, we get that it is all about options. That's why our insurance agency offers 16 companies. In addition, we have 40 licensed elves working behind the scenes to assure that you always have the best coverage at the best price. Remember, our clients average a saving of over $800 per year. This holiday season, don't get stuck with just the fruitcake. Get options. Call 800-967-3389, 800-967-3389, or visit thecanopygroup.com today always fun crazy it's painful but it's wonderful what is the name it's Roycey Unchained speaking of a painful but wonderful sports weekend Patrick wow you know a lot of people are lamenting the Gophers losing to Wisconsin but now we're going to a bowl game so it makes everything better but uh (laughs) because the geniuses at Wake Forest managed to lose the one, the the only geniuses rated ahead of our geniuses. You know why I, I came up with this theory? You know why we're so smart in the classroom? Because we have so few four stars. Those guys know they're going to go play pro football, get tryouts. The other guys, the guys we're recruiting, yep. they got to buckle down in the classroom because they got no future. They have no pro football future. They have to do something for a living. You know, now we had a couple of guys back in the day that were no stars and two stars that ended up in the NFL, but not from this bunch. And uh, so that's, I, I think that's it. I think bad recruiting leads to good classroom work because, you know, those guys, well, hey, I got to go to class, man. If you we know? were paying these kids correctly too yeah, right. they wouldn't be going to class yeah, that's the problem that'd be you can't go to the bar when you have money no no right that's the other thing is yeah they don't have money to fritter away <laughs> yeah, exactly you know, they can't spend all night at uh you know the stubborn herbs or is, is sally still in the sally's that, wonder right no, no it's sally's no, still it's there. a new one no, there's a new they sally's built a new sally yeah, they can't be buying them for everybody at sally's yeah. you know heck if you're yeah, all these other uh, cheating programs, Georgia, they're out of the bar. All the, you know, they spend all their time at the strip joint. No wonder they don't have this a This is high. a PJ excuse. <laughs> yes. PJ's going to use this one. Yes, that's right. We're too smart. That's our problem. We got, we got our recruiting's bad. We're, uh, boy, his BS was, as I said on Twitter, was going at Formula One speed after that game, wasn't it? Yes. It was flying. Poor guard was lobbing up softballs that he was trying to, and it became a realignment year. Now, I had in my file that I kept that I don't think I have it anymore in my email, the quotes about how before the Nebraska game and then after the Nebraska, how excited he was about the talent on this team. Of course, we've now become the most injured team in the history of America because mm-hmm. we missed three or four players. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, missed a bunch of running backs, but running back never became a problem. That's the one thing they can do, recruit running backs. But, uh, you know, the, now it's become, well, we knew this was coming. But, uh, you know, we did our best and we're very proud to go to a bowl game. And they're going to go to a bowl game now and get to play somebody bad enough 
that they can say, we want another bowl game. Yep. That's another secret of winning bowl games. End up playing teams from the MAC. Yep. <laughs> Could be Northern Illinois. There's also 247 Sports thinks there's going to be a trade and they're going to end up in New Mexico playing New Mexico. Oh, was that State. serious? I think, yeah. The oh, I, I thought that was sports. a part. Well, it's supposed to be a Mountain West right. uh, opponent there. Right. So they would have to, you know, figure it out. Plus, Kill, Kill doesn't want to play them and they don't want to play Kill, I don't think. So, no, no, PJ's not going to want to play there's Jerry. There's nothing to, uh, you know, Jerry's, Jerry with his, you know, $15 million football budget going against your $60 million budget. Uh, you can't afford to lose that one, right? And only a year earlier, you were naming this. Was it only a year earlier? When did they play New Mexico State? Last year or the year before? La- last season in non-conference Well, it year? had to be last right? year because this is only killed second season. Yeah, right. it had to be last year. They were naming the score against them. So uh, I, I don't think, uh, you know. Jerry, God love him. He's ten and three, but uh, on uh, Saturday they had to. Uh, you know, they gave up a seventeen point lead in the fourth quarter to Jacksonville State before winning the game. So uh, it's it's not like it's a big juggernaut uh, playing in that conference, uh, whatever's left of Conference USA, which is a, a collection of orphans. September first, two thousand twenty-two. Yeah. So um, that would and what was they. Gophers beat them bad, right? Yes, the Gophers, um, thirty-eight nothing. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that would be an embarrassment. That would tell you how PJ's program's going. It went from thirty-eight oh not last September if they would lose, but I don't think they'll. If they get lucky, apparently, if they get lucky and Alabama beats Georgia, then then the SEC won't have a team in the Final Four, mm-hmm. which would be amazing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, everybody. You know, then it, then another big then Ohio State and Michigan both end up going to oh, the, and the Final Gophers would fall and everybody Detroit. moves up and or they would be go to Vegas. They might whatever that that must be a some kind of a this, horse bleep bull. This is a bigger embarrassment than if they just allowed yeah. the season to come to the merciful end it deserves. I see Dan Cole said <laughs> we should be all proud. We should be proud of them because they, they did the second every. He's just having fun. I was going to say that. Yeah, that's satire on <laughs> that, X. Yeah, he's just yes. He's just yeah. He's just waiting to. He's just really throwing, the, throwing the thing out there. So um, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I was I was in uh, a Dinah hockey arena much of the weekend, so I didn't get to see the much of Saturday's game. But uh, I got to hear the post. I was in the car in time to hear the post game and the bull bull slinging. And in fact, it was an utter mismatch the second half. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wisconsin was, came out and ran the ball down their throats on I think the first drive, right? Third yeah, quarter, yeah. Score a touchdown. Bray, Braylon Allen, who's yep. been who's who's really good, but has been beat but up. Wisconsin all wasn't good. I mean, no, this they is, were bad. This they is lost, not just lost to Northwestern at home. Just lost to Northwestern at home. So, what they end up in the conference? Did they end up in the three and six tie? There's about four teams with three and six records. They might have finished four and five. How about Iowa though? Yep, I uh, oh, I love the fact that Ferentz is Ferentz's whole post game yeah. press conference was how we got they got screwed out of the win over the Gophers. Yep, what if they were an eleven one team ranked eighth in the country or something with that offense? It's unbelievable. The over and under on that game Saturday mm-hmm. twenty five, oh, and they still didn't cover. No, it 
It was Friday against Nebraska. Friday, that's I watched right. the entire game. Their games are so bad, they're fun <laughs> to watch. It's a punt-a-thon. Well, it was 10-10 at halftime, so the, yeah. guy, the people who finally bet the over were going to get it, and then they end up kicking a field goal. That's the only thing they get the second half. Two fans wore shirts that just said punts. <laughs> I think they were Hawkeyes fans, and oh, it, was yeah. it, just, it just said punts. <laughs> They're depressed as heck down there because the punter said he's not coming back next year. I told you the, the they were putting the punter on media like like when they passed out those great you know spiral notebooks yes. that they give us. They were the punter was one of the two players. On it. <laughs> yeah, he kicks her down to about the six every time. Uh, but uh, yes, the uh, and I gotta repeat once again. This whole nobody else, no other coach has won nine games. No other coach has gotten the opportunity to play in the Big Ten West, okay? No other coach has not had to play Michigan every year. Played him some, not, but you don't. You know, every other coach, Mason, had kill, I think, got to skip once. But we had three rivals, Wisconsin, Iowa, and Michigan. Yeah. And when the when the Big Ten first went into divisions, that's why we ended up in the same division as Michigan to preserve that rivalry. And we don't talk about that. All other coaches have done well, this. Why's this guy got to be so thin skinned when he's in no jeopardy? That's what I don't know. No, understand. he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Just, just just say you know what I got the job. Yeah, I got the. He's, and also, we were. I thought we were going to be fair, and we haven't been. Yeah, and now we're exactly gonna, now through some. Amazing good fortune. We're going to get to play a bowl game, and we'll all. It's not. We're going, to, we're going to hear about the benefit of the extra practices. Of course, we've heard that for a long time. I hope we go to Detroit, though. We can become like we can have. We can be like when North Dakota State fans used to rent condos at down at Frisco, Texas. We can start renting condos in Detroit. To uh, by the way, Steve Urban, he's going to need a. He's going to need a prop jet of about. <laughs> 20 people. I, w- I wouldn't get the big honking jet for this one. Uh, Leaving Steve. from Flying Cloud in <laughs> yes, Paris. right, right. With the Gopher fandom base. Boy, you, you pointed it out to me, though. Look at Gopher Hole. They're just they these, turned. these frauds, you know, they defending what, you know, now, but there was, I, I was looking yesterday, you can't go through it all, but I was looking yesterday, I guess, that they... Now they're firing back. It's a battle between those that say he's on thin ice, he's on the hot seat, and those, no, he's not. So they got the battle of the the true believers and the feuders. But it's this just proves there's two kinds of uh, sports outcomes that are entertaining. Very good. And very bad. Yep. <laughs> yeah, mediocre. Oh, you know, mediocre. mediocre. No, yeah, that's that, awful. No, that's nothing. That's nothing. Being awful is way more fun. Yes. Uh, but I know there's a bunch of Gopher fans out there depressed, but that was not the worst thing that happened this weekend. The Woodbury 14B1 team is playing Stillwater. These, they got some. Stillwater's got some good-sized young ladies who know how to play hockey. Mm-hmm. Every time they get the puck off their old blue line, they're coming in three and four wide and throwing the puck on each other's stick, and they know what they're doing. Number seven, I don't know who she was. 
she was great. You know, she was Chrissy Wendell 10 years, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. We're holding on 2 0. Our goalie, Maddie the Wall, it's, she could have let in eight or ten if she hadn't been so good. Jim Craig. And then they get one, and then they get two more yeah. in the last five minutes, and we lose three to two. Very depressed. Very depressed. I found myself as a non-hockey parent who's made fun of him his whole life up in the stands yelling, Get the puck out! <laughs> get the puck out! Were you get it, uh, behind the Were you costing the referees? No, I didn't. I didn't really get that's when you'll know you've made it <laughs> yes right if i what type of call is that yes right <laughs> but it was uh it was weird it was weird anyway they're uh look out for stillwater two years from now in the state <laughs> tournament thanks wow. john gilbert wow yeah look out man alive you know who's our guy pete you know pete used to do the hockey show here yeah he's turned this this he's turned Crazed hockey parents, and it's got, they got 125 clients that they're streaming games for mm-hmm. at all levels, and it's you know he's busy. He was out at the arena there at the cake eater tournament they call it, and uh, but they're doing all these games, and the and they got apparel and they got other things, and they the appetite for it is is you know. Fantastic people! There, I was talking to him last night. He and I have a couple of topics we have great fun with. We can't be mentioned here, but uh, but I was talking to him. He's killing it, man. They're doing good great. for him. One hundred and twenty-five. Well, the know. streaming thing, you know, yeah, now. the streaming is in high school is like, and they got announcers going. Yeah. You know, they got but for kids' sports, so they oh, yeah, they don't right. have announcers, but they they stream like every game gets streamed now, and. You get an you get an active parent involved, yes. like in baseball. Yes, and I was out at a baseball game, and I texted my daughter in law and said, "Hey, Luke just got a hit or something, hit a double or something." She said, "Yeah, I know. I'm looking at the play by play." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got play by play for eleven year old baseball. Seifert's wife B, who, yeah. who of course worked yeah. in the business for a long time, she is like in charge of. Uh, uh, streaming their son's games. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'll see him at practice and he'll be watching a tournament game. Yes. On his phone. It's the damnedest thing. It's unbelievable. We go back to the 70s when we had to get sporting news to find out how the Twins minor leaguers did last week. We don't know. Remember sitting in the press box waiting three days for you throwing your notes a highlight of some minor league game that was played three days <laughs> earlier. You know, so, you know, Kirby Puckett, the hot shot prospect in Elizabethton, had four hits. Oh. Had, had four hits Tuesday. This is Friday morning. You know, if you had told my old man, "Hey, take your phone. Judd's playing at Bennett Family Park," <laughs> he would have said, "No, no, I have no interest in watching." No, that's right. It is. Uh, I mean, it's. Uh, now, this is a completely different deal, but this Fiona Smith, who's the great runner at St. Benedict's, you know, distance runner, and she just won the Division Three cross-country race by a minute. You know, she ran 19-something by a minute. I did a column on her last year, but her parents, who one was a Benny, one was a Johnny, mm-hmm. and they uh, they 
entered into the they got in this American school system where they got you got American schools in foreign countries. And they were in Germany for a while. And then they went to Saudi and down near the Gulf. And then they came home for about a year and a half. And then they went back to Saudi. But she did her whole high school, this Fiona, in Saudi. But she'd finish her races here. Mm -hmm. And as she was doing her cool down, and her parents were to watch them in Saudi. And as she was doing her cool down, she'd BS with her parents and talk to them about the race in Saudi. This ain't the world with which I was familiar. (laughs) You know, I'm so old. We had a party line yep. when I was a young kid, when I was like five, four, five, six years old. I remember picking up the phone and somebody else was talking about it. My old man was the undertaker. Somebody died. You had to wait for the party line to get to get clear, you know. Uh, and now we're talking to mom and dad in Saudi yeah, after a race. After they watched. <laughs> yeah, That's an incredible thing. Yeah, it is, uh, it is amazing trying to keep up. Anyway, that's uh, that's uh, that's well, our go. I guess you know, beating up what there's. The, everybody knows that's going to a bowl game is silly, and who cares? And uh, you know, I hope we don't uh, make a big deal out of it, but we might. Who knows? This is Ricey, and you've heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I recommend that you give Josh a call is simple, trust and results. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad you did. And don't forget to ask him why it is 48 minutes. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid in. The Canopy Group is a unique insurance agency that offers 16 carefully selected companies for home and auto insurance. Would you be satisfied if the only dessert you could have this season was fruitcake? That would be like having one agent representing one company. Meanwhile, a neighbor of yours creates a dessert exchange with friends and family, and they make a variety of desserts. Peanut brittle, fudge, gingerbread, all that stuff. At the Canopy Group, we get that it is all about options. That's why our insurance agency offers 16 companies. In addition, we have 40 licensed elves working behind the scenes to assure that you always have the best coverage at the best price. Remember, our clients average a saving of over $800 per year. This holiday season, don't get stuck with just the fruitcake. Get options. Call 800-967-3389, 800-967-3389, or visit thecanopygroup.com today. That's the thing about this, Pat, is it's incredible. But go for football and basketball, I just don't care anymore. Oh, God. Basketball. Like, I'll go to get, you know, I'll go, it's fine, but I just don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, it used to be you wanted them to be competitive. I don't know that it matters anymore. 
Well, I think go for football if they, you know, are playing for something. But how, right. how are they going to win this? But I mean, the one Big Ten is going to when UCLA or when yeah. Southern Cal comes to town, people are going to go to the game. Right. But uh, yeah, it'll be fun. I mean, the schedule is going to be much more interesting, but it's going to be much more difficult. But too. I mean, you're never. I mean, when are you going to finish on the north side of the of the standings? Yeah, that's yeah. You're going to have a nine game schedule. Uh it depends upon how easy they decide to make it. Make it for you, yeah. But I think everybody's going to, everybody, Oregon, Washington, UCLA, and Southern Cal, everybody's going to have to play two of those teams, right? And you don't want to play Oregon. They got her going. And you don't want to play Southern Cal. And see, UCLA got it handed to them by Cal. That's one reason we went to the bowl game. Chip's going to get fired, right? They're going to fire Chip? I think they're going to fire him. They fired a... Yesterday, we just had a paragraph in the paper. Everybody who got fired, there was about five or six. The Indiana, did you see the Indiana payment a, to that? They had a buyout. Why did they, that guy had one good year and they decided to give him this big contract? The buyout. What did they think? The buyout. He had cr- Penny. As soon as uh, Penix left him, he was terrible. Yes. Penix going to win the Hall did, of Fame. Did you know the OC, d- during their one good year, the OC at Indiana is now the Washington head coach? Oh, the DeBoer? Yeah. DeBoer. I didn't realize that. Who, by the way, everybody's. How about these idiots from A&M, though? They fire Jimbo yep. for $75 million. He's recruiting has been top eight, you know, and now they're hiring a guy at Duke who was three and nine last year. Mm-hmm. Mike Elko, I guess he was their offensive coordinator there one time, but he's like a 50 Looks like he's a fifty-some-year-old. You know, they beat a couple of teams early this year. What do you? You just look at him and you know that no matter how much they're paying, they're going to be twenty-eighth in recruiting in two years. They aren't going to be right. eighth. They've already since Jumbo left. I looked. I, I look at that on three sports quite a bit. I think they've gone from fifth to tenth since they fired Jimbo. The, the, the right. projected for next year. They're probably paying this guy twelve dollars though. Yeah, do but why? That's why? Pro- who if, knows. When you when you fire a guy for seventy five million, shouldn't you have an idea where you're going? They thought they were going to get Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell's not going down there for goodness sakes. Tom Allen agreed to a fifteen point five million dollar buyout at Indiana. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they with the why you know traditionally that's, that's my why. Because of Northwestern's last, when they had Fitzgerald, the last 15 years, I mean, they've been rotten at times. But Indiana has taken full control of being the worst program in the Big Ten. They've they've been in a lifetime battle with Northwestern, you know, for that distinction. But, uh, yeah, and they pop up and have one good year. And and he was an assistant who was promoted after they fired, who did they fire? Some... Coach of, I think he got, I think it was a mid-season, but maybe not. But he, you know, they fired some guy that, you know, that was there. And but these buyouts are inc- incredible. I'd say if you want the job, that's awesome. If I have to fire you, I'm not going to give you some huge <laughs> no, amount. Well, especially this guy. Yes. You know, you don't, you're going to tell him, hey, I'll give you the job, give you this contract, but I'm only giving you a million bucks if I fire you. Right. You know. Exactly. And the the name that has emerged, did you see this? John Gruden. You're kidding me. No, his name has been... Has he got some Indiana connection? I don't know idea. But it was floated this morning. John Gruden. How is he? He's 65 now, isn't he? Yeah. 
And, yeah, well, somebody's just throwing out. I mean, he would cheat his ass off, mm-hmm. which I would appreciate. He uh, he got a little trouble with past tweets, though, wasn't it? Or past uh, uh, social media? So, it was emails. Emails. And Amen. the league basically blackballed him by only releasing his emails that had to do with the Washington commander's investigation mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. Because no, they didn't. Goodell yeah. hates him. Yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't want to get back in that bad to go no. to Indiana, does he? For Named big Indiana. wild card candidate for Indiana football job, John Gruden. <laughs> Love this. Oh. Well, Purdue, remember Purdue when they were going to replace uh, the guy who went to Louisville uh, with what's it, Jeff Brom. Yep. Jeff Brom. Yep. They were going to, they had like, Eight big names floating around, and they ended up with the uh, defensive, the offensive or defensive coordinator Defense. from Illinois, right? Yes. So, who I had never heard of before. No, no, no. And uh, you know, they uh, they ended up, however, winning a. Sh- they won a. Uh, they beat Indiana, so they uh, they ended up in the tie yes. at three and six with uh, yes. the other. It's like dogs. four teams at three and yeah, six. Yeah, the other dogs. So, anyway, I don't know what's. Uh, Go for basketball. Uh, according to the great Babu, uh, I, I only I saw it from hers. The only one I saw it from that they, the turnstile was thirty five hundred for Pine Bluff, Pine Bluff, which doesn't surprise me. Hmm. But what are they going to do? I'm surprised it was that high. How are they going to? You know, the, the the trouble is, you're going to fire Johnson. And I love Brian Dutcher, and he'd come in, and but he's in his sixties. And he'd come in, but he can't do what he did at Michigan. They can't just buy everybody they can get their hands on when he was assistant to Fisher. Right. And he's in his 60s, and he's not a he's a nice guy, but he's not a dynamic personality. The only thing they could do is try to go get a little muss for uh, millions. It, are they going to pay six, seven million a year for a basketball coach? And hold your nose. Oh yeah, it would be great though. But it would, you know, he, he would, he's the only guy in the country, I think, that could instantly put 10,000 people back in there. Yeah. And he would get some, he would get some He'd talent. Get players. He would get talent. Here's my question. Can Coyle stomach it though? No. Like nothing no. they've done so far indicates no, he to was, me. He never got contacted when they was right. opening, opening. Right. Brian, the master plan was to get Brian Dutcher in here and, you let him sit down with the president and convince her. And, but Coyle, this is what I heard from, you know, reasonable sources. I wouldn't say impeccable, but uh, that, and, and she wanted a quick decision and she wanted Ben to get the job. And, uh, and Brian Dutcher, they wanted him to come in as soon as his team lost at the NCAA tournament two years ago. So I'm a, I got to go back with my team, talk to my team tomorrow. I got to talk to the administration. I've been out here all these years. I can't just get on a plane and come to Minneapolis after we get beat in the tournament. And they, and then Gable said, hire, hire Ben, hire Ben Johnson. That's what I heard. Anyway, well, it makes so sense. I believe yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I believe it. And now, and now they're going to have to fire Ben. Oh yeah. You know, and, but to your but point, it's never coming back right in that, in that place, and that, and the Big Ten. Hey, add Oregon, Washington, UCLA, and Southern Cal. 
might be tougher in men's basketball than it is in football. Mm-hmm. I mean, in football, pretty good, but uh, it's it just it, here's the other problem: the rotten football programs, Rutgers and Northwestern, and then the, they're on equal footing with you. You know, right, right, you go play Rutgers, you're underdogs. Yep, in basketball, you're not in football. I don't know. It's uh, they got. Here's part of the problem too, I think, with college, the whole crazy college football thing. They spend, they they treat the money like it's theirs, mm-hmm. so they don't. These <laughs> other programs aren't prospering. You know, volleyball and everything else. None of those programs are prospering. The Gopher basketball has like. 150 bucks a year in NIL money because any NIL money is going to Fleck. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, the, 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 the big, the money might be tied to football is the reason you're getting the money, but that doesn't mean you are entitled to spend it all because it's not yours. It's the university and the university is allegedly there to serve all students, not well, just, you know, and, you, and legally they have to give, uh, you know, fund women's athletics too. So. And if you are going to spend spend it all, then my advice would be to win some games. Yes, that would be helpful. Spend it on the that right, be helpful. spend it in the right places. <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell us how good your academics are. Well, we we're going to hear that for a month. We know that it's impossible to flunk out now, okay? We know that. Any Anybody, it's impossible to flunk out. You know what it's this is? It's impossible to be academically eligible, ineligible. This this was Sid's dream. Oh, yes, it was. Back in the we Michigan? Got, the, uh, the sports management class. We got, we got better stuff than the sports management. The only reason Michigan beat us was that damn sports <laughs> management class. It had nothing to do with... History or tradition or a hundred thousand people going or boosters or anything. It was that damn sports management class. You know, now they <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. You know how great Sid would oh, be right now? Be, oh, he would be defending. It was we were talking we were exchanging texts on that this weekend. It's, we, this is what we need Sid. Yes. To uh tell us what what a you know the all no team has been no team in the history of college football has been as injured as the Gophers. Sid would have gotten man games from Fleck. <laughs> yes, We'd have right. man games. Yes. Right. Apparently this linebacker, what's his name? Linden Linden Lindenberg or Linden. Yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty he's good, like, I guess. He's pretty well, he's like But he played like three games. He makes he makes Butkus and Bosworth and those guys all look like frauds. Apparently, he was. He's just. He could have. He's carried, our, He's he the could, new Todd Bergen. Yeah, he you remember Todd Bergen? Oh yeah, Louis. Todd Bergen. I got this guy. You've never seen him, but it's unbelievable. He's out for the season with this terrible injury, but you can find him out at Olympic Hills <laughs> playing golf every day, hitting a two ninety. You know, I used to. I used to get reports. People would people would email me or call me and say. As, you know, Todd, I saw him playing golf again today at Olympic Hills with that. Was it a side yes. injury or something? It was, yes, it was a side injury. <laughs> he was he never played a game for the North Stars. Never played a I don't think he ever played a game. I think they got him from the Flyers. He came here, 
Declared I can't play, and then like he, but was he always counted in our man game. Man, oh gosh, are you kidding? Gary Sargent, the late great Gary Sargent, was a hell of a player. He missed two years, right? He got, I mean, he had oh, terrible yeah. injuries. Back, he missed two years, back problems, bad problems. He missed two years, but he was always in the man game report, even though when the yep. season, you know who really, man you know who really pushed the man's game scenario though back then, who got converted completely, Herbie. The year, you know, Herbie comes yep. in, he's going to save the franchise, and they had 51 points that year. Yep, they were awful. And they were awful, and Herbie was bitter. That caused him and Louie to have basically, mm-hmm. and Sodmore to basically have a split. Sergeant, still alive. Oh, I thought Gary, no, no. No, oh, he's good. not dead. 69. And Gary, I'm Going sorry. Strong. I'm so, I thought he was a, He and Gary, Gary Kuzman now have something in common. There was a car accident. I thought he was in, but I according guess according to wasn't the Wikipedia, he's sixty-nine. Well, Gary, years old. congratulations on your uh, life. I thought he. I thought you had uh, passed away. But he was. Yes, he was. Uh, he had a bad back. Why would I think that? I don't know. I have no well, idea. I, mean, I thought there was a car accident, but uh, could have been a different know. hockey player. Could have been a different hockey player. Speaking of hockey players, Jim Carter. The great gopher died yeah. on Thursday. I talked to him a couple of times. He never mentioned he was, apparently he knew he was dying here for a while. Cancer? But he, uh, yeah, melanoma. Oh. And uh, a brutal one. He and Shooty were t- tough. So I I didn't know it was coming at all. And I texted Shooty and he said, yeah, and the melanoma and bad. But but he was a big buddy of Kill and Clay's. You know, he, he loved Kill and the Kill loved him and, uh, and then he uh, he turned bitterly onto Fleck when he came in with the year zero, and I got to rebuild this whole thing, and I'm I'm great. So I was thinking, I don't know what his condition was like last week, but uh, it's too bad that uh, you know he was a great gopher and he was a gopher alumni guy and stuff, but he was hardcore anti Fleck, so it's. It's kind of sad that he couldn't have lasted to see Fleck get his ass kicked one more time, yep. you know, Jim. He was a, he was a, he was a kind of a iconoclastic guy, but a great two sport athlete. Played you pro know? too, right? Packers. Yes. Oh yeah, he became a linebacker. He was a fullback here, and he became a linebacker and made the he, he succeeded Nitschke, and he became a, he was an all pro one one year or not. He played five six years over there. Mm. He was a really good athlete, but. South St. Paul hockey player, monster. Really? Him, him and uh, I think him and Terry Abram played together on the same defensive pair. And Terry Abram's one of the all-time greats in Minnesota history. And Louie Louis was a freshman coach maybe or something or assistant once he was out of school. And he he's always talked about having uh, – because I think when Carter got there, freshmen weren't eligible yet. I might, might Probably be right. Wrong. Might be right. 60s. Yeah, they yep. weren't eligible. Yep. So – but he had Carter and Abram ended up going to North Dakota. But I think uh, he didn't go to Minnesota. But they had Carter and some other bruiser playing defense together as freshmen. Then he kind of switched to uh, he just switched to full time football. I think he only played his sophomore year as varsity. But he was a hell of a hockey player too, mm. and big, strong, tough man. Man, that's when. You know, that's when South St. Paul was great, but they could never win a state tournament. They never, 20, I think 27 times, never won the state tournament. Wow. I think there's, you know, they were. It was a great program. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. And it's, and it's, you know, it wasn't, 
it wasn't Edina like mm-hmm. with a lot of rich kids. It was guys. It was Croatian guys who the old man worked in the stockyards and uh, all the you know and lived in, in families of seven that lived in a house with one bathroom and three bedrooms. And these they, you can still see those neighborhoods out in South St. Paul. But Carter was uh, he was a you know you know you look up the. I've always said the end of Gopher football was uh, the Arizona State game in, 19, in 1969. Yeah. Carter rushed for almost 200 yards. They, they, they just give him the ball and he run down the field, except the other team would get the ball back and score in three plays, you know, and it was 100 degrees. And, uh, and uh, it, was, it was like the message was delivered. Speed counts. Yeah, you know that was the night that uh, that was Frank Cush. You said right, Frank Cush. They were still in the whack. Okay, they were still in the whack there, nineteen sixty nine. Because sixty eight, sixty seven, they tied with uh, Purdue and Indiana for the Big yep. Ten title. Sixty eight, they were good too, and then uh, sixty nine was. You know, I remember. I'm on the. I was on the sports desk at the St. Paul Paper, and Ken Murphy. Was uh, he didn't make the trip, mm-hmm. but he was. Uh, uh, oh, Bob Fowler made the trip because Ken didn't want to fly that far. He was the Gopher Beat guy, but he didn't want to fly all the way down to Arizona. So Fowler was there, and they're playing this night game in Phoenix, and we're listening on the radio, and that game is and en- en- endlessly, endlessly. And it's uh, and Fowler's dictating, calling in, and I'm taking the dictation and handing it to the slot man and blah, blah, blah. And he's sending, like, he's calling me every three minutes, and we're adding two graphs to the thing, and, and I'm typing, I'm doing it. And Murph's, the game's not over yet. And Murph says, we need that copy now. And he's trying to steal the copy out of my my. Com- typewriter and I'm fighting him off with my right hand and trying to <laughs> trying to type left hand. I said, we're going to get a file. We got to get a file, Murph. We can't go. They were behind this. We got two more minutes, Murph. And Murph and I were like pushing and shoving each other. <laughs> I was a kid then, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, and, uh, but, and it was, but John Rowe always told the story about uh, Murray after that game. It was 100 degrees, you know. Murray's not a young man then. And he came in, and Murray's sitting on a stool with his feet, with each foot in an ice bucket, you know, cooling off with his pant legs rolled up. And he looks up at Murray, John, and said, who scheduled this bleeping game? <laughs> because they didn't, you know, they, Arizona State wasn't considered a all oh, there in the whack. Don't right. worry, we're a Big Ten team. Right, it's a pushover. Who scheduled this bleeping team? Oh, that's great. Anyway. That's great. Hey, but before we continue on, Patrick, tell me about your favorite place to get a car. Jim Paul Valley Group of GM dealers, I hope you are out there for the Thanksgiving explosion of car sales. Uh, Jim Paul's Valley Group, there's a store in Apple Valley and a store in Hastings. Very good prices these days for a wonderful vehicles. Uh, the uh, the smaller SUV has caught my eye, and uh, I also saw that a Sierra truck. I think I'm a little I think I'm a little old in life to switch to a truck, but these things are pretty classy. 
I saw 0.9% for those and 1.9% for some of the U.S. SUVs and the other cars. Uh, Jim told me these are the, you know, the best prices now that there's been in several years for the uh, GM products. So, uh, you know, if you want to buy the uh, family a new vehicle for the holidays, you want a bigger, bigger SUV to put the hockey equipment in for the kids and the grandkids, uh, you can do it all at uh, very trustworthy people at uh, Jim Paul and Brett Paul's Valley Group of GM dealers, Hastings Apple Valley. As they keep saying, I bought my last five or six cars from them. So they got to be trustworthy, right? Exactly right. Exactly right. right. Hey, Bravo, Turkey of the Year. This was one of my favorites. And and I told you before, partially because they finally gave you enough room. Yes. That, yeah. But I thought the ending, which most, I'm guessing, have seen by now, was absolutely fantastic. And for the first time, it wasn't because of the turkey of the year. No. No, it was, uh, I will say, sometimes I finish that thing and say, eh, I don't know, you know. I don't know. It's I, I just got to get it over because sometimes it takes hours. And uh, this one actually went pretty quick. But I, in, in the past, a lot of times in the, through the years, I've tried to like cover everything. And yep. you can't. You just right. got to hit six, seven, eight people who annoyed you greatly, like Kim Mulkey from LSU. I can't stand her. And uh, stuff like that. But then I, I knew where I was going here. I just uh, had to figure out. And we uh we argue we we contemplated whether the wild were really worthy for this twenty years without a you know a playoff run, only two playoff series, but then I kind of started thinking a it's a really random sport mm-hmm. i mean it's not it's not like when the timberwolves are bad for decades. Well, in the NBA, if you're not one of the top ten teams, you're not going to beat anybody. Right? Hockey, you can beat somebody. Yep. It's uh, and they and this year, I mean, we're still complaining about Suter and Preci and the cap and all that thing. And I didn't get into all this, but why did we sign all these old guys to long-term contracts? Yes. Gus, why did we give Gus a three-year contract? You can let him take the arbitration and keep him for a year and see if he did. Their only hope for the future is the kid in Des Moines, right? right. He's going to be here by the end of the half of the year to try to save the season, I think. But I don't know. I just and then because they are the most well-supported team in my lifetime in Minnesota. Vikings, that doesn't count. Once a week, who cares? You show up for a, you know, you show up half half in the bag, goal skull, and, you know, you, you suffer with the Vikings. But it's a once a week thing. Only, you know, coming in, getting in the car in Woodbury and coming in on a Tuesday night to see the Vancouver Canucks right. with the family and the two kids and the jerseys. You can't get in the arena if you don't have a jersey. And if if you're wearing an old jersey, you're kind of ridiculed. Where's your new jersey? Yep. And at the prices, they keep going up. Not a hugely, but I talked to a guy who's was paying eighty two bucks for his seats in in two thousand eighteen. He's paying a hundred and eight now, and that you know six bucks a year. Boom, 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 boom. The one year that they uh, 
said they're not raising prices because of the pandemic. The next year they raised them twelve bucks instead of six. So mm. they, you know, they, they made up for so it. So they made up for it. I just think the way they've been supported, the randomness of hockey, the fact that Minnesota is a destination for hockey players. No other team has people walking up. Boy, I hope I can play in the. You know, I hope I can play basketball in Minnesota someday. Nobody says that, you know, with yep. the Timberwolves. They're the people, hockey players want to play here for the Wild. And uh, I just think that they have been a monumental disappointment to their fans. I, and if not, they should be. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I, I, that's how I settled in on that. I, I, I don't like giving it to a group, but right. in this case, well— you know who everybody was expecting, so I wasn't going to give them that, but right. I tried to give them that. I tried to give them PJ in a different form, and I thought it worked. So everybody, everybody else understood it. Yeah, everybody did. That's the yeah. Question. That's unusual because, as I said on Twitter the next day, after I got a good positive reaction, was. As you know, I was very depressed when my Cheryl Reeve sat As depressed as I've ever yeah, seen yes. you. <laughs> Cheryl Reeve. Crestfallen. I did this. I just made a, I thought I made her a fool. I thought I made a fool out of her, and I made a fool out of me because I trusted people to interpret it. You, you can't uh, do that, but they uh, they picked up on this. Including an email from former Governor Mark Dayton declaring it was the best turkey of all time. So I... Uh, I, I took great. Does pride somebody in that. have the guts to go to PJ's house and put a turkey <laughs> on his doorstep like what Dick Ames I, did with I Mason? I don't know. Is he the last? Uh, God, there's been a lot of Gopher football coaches that win, haven't they? Wacky one. Yeah, <laughs> all of them basically. Brewster, Mace. Yeah, we haven't missed any of them, huh? If I had it to do over again, I might not get what. I don't even, can't even remember when Mace got it because you know Mace's program didn't go in the tank till '04, right? Because old, yeah, the old Mace three got was real a good prickly, game. though. People forget oh, he that. Did. Oh yeah, Pe- you know now it's all oh, Mason Barrero. Barrero should get a statue for changing yep. people's perception of him. But then Mason changed too. He's, you know what? I think he was a little embittered for a couple three years, and then he said, and then he got in the financial business yep. and he was making more money than he did as a football coach and he said to hell with it I'm going to stay in Minnesota and enjoy life. I've know? always said I think Louie got to him. Oh yeah. It's Louis, the most yeah. nanny-esque yes. pattern yes, I've yes, ever right. seen. It, that's true. That's true. I mean Louie is Louis a former turkey and didn't take it that well by the way. I'm not surprised by that. And uh, and I think every time I run the list again I get to Louie and I say yeah Wish I, you know. Well, those but, teams, though, by, I'm sure by the time they were disappointing teams by the time. Oh, they God, did yes. That. They were the tank. Was the, yeah, they the, went the way the down. The program was, I mean, the team was going. Got a Madonna, but they went way yeah, down. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there was, I mean, he was, he basically resigned out of frustration, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, I mean, it's, they, you deserve more than they've, way more than they've given you because getting out of the first round twice in twenty years yep. is incredible. I just thought that the dig at PJ worked out perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because as you said, people figured out what it was about too, which is, yep. which means somebody made it to the end. 
which is which is uh, it was a pretty quick read for a yeah. long, for a, a pretty long column. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, I uh, killed it off in. Uh, I did hear from uh, owner Leopold, but it wasn't bitter. It was, it was just you know he's got a pretty good sense of humor, and he said. I thought you uh, ended the turkeys a, a couple years ago. I said, I did. You tried. But I said, and, they, and then the pandemic came along and they wanted hits. So we, we brought it back. And, uh, and, he, and he, was, he said, well, I remember I, I texted you at the time or emailed you at the time and said, you can't give up the turkeys. Yep. So I, I don't have that, but I don't remember. Yeah, that. your attempts at retirement have not gone well. No, now it's over. By the way, I told you, right? Two more years. Oh boy, I got the uh, I got the uh, two year extension document in my pay in the uh, my contract was up December thirty first. So two more. I'm two sure, more years. I'm sure PJ on, and Heather are thrilled. Two more years based on health. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to. Uh, you know, you got to you got to make it. You don't yeah, don't just, forget just signing it. Sit in the column. Day died. Yes, that's true. That's true. Now I'm not. I really hope that at the end of 2025, when I'm a chipper, 80 years old, I can just say the hell with it. But then again, I was home the other night. What are you going to do? And the wife said, "Do you want to watch Southern Comfort?" This one of those reality shows. Yeah, with yeah. People arguing. I said. No. Yeah. I want to work. <laughs> yeah. I want to work on it. I don't want to watch Southern Comfort. Yeah. You know, there's only so much yeah. bad TV you can watch. Dawn watches Sister Wives. Oh, And now she I'm watches sure. the sneak preview for Sister Wives on TikTok. Okay. And it is the most egregious. <laughs> on TikTok? Yes. The previews that now, come Katie on. Katie doesn't do TikTok. Well, Dawn now wa- watches that. And it is, she admits it's embarrassing and complete crap, but it doesn't seem to bother her. You know, way back. Well, hell, way back when I was doing the morning show, so that's 09, 10, no, when? 2010, I think. Yeah, that's around the time they flipped the station. Uh, we had New York New York Housewives, and I used to watch them, and we had Bethany Frankel on a couple of times. Oh, did you really? And, yeah, because we, we had, uh, uh, we were doing, you know, trying to do that gossip stuff. Yeah. Poor Amy Winehouse was over in... France drunk and south of France and the, we were in the London tabloids, you know, were all over and we made a lot of Amy Winehouse jokes and stuff. And then, uh, and then, um, well, then she died. So that's know, a she died. <laughs> that took, uh, that kind of took the fun out of that. So anyway, yeah. So we, I was in on the New York housewife, so I thought they were good. But then when I walk into a room and they're all together now, it's just complete. Chaos, screaming at each other. Yeah. It's not. It's not any fun anymore. So, yeah. Pat, did you watch? Uh, I thought you. I think I've heard you've given up on it, but I loved the first episode, the new episode of Fargo. Did you watch yeah, that last it. week? I liked it. No, I liked it. I, I liked that it's Scandia it. base. It's a little more. Yeah, than, Scandia. Yeah, just a little north of Stillwater, so a little, little more base in the. The, the metro thing about to a degree. Fargo too is uh, Declan. It now I didn't like the Chris Rock one, and I bailed on it. I just didn't. I liked it. I didn't love it. I didn't. Yeah. But the Ewan McGregor one, when he's playing two yeah. characters, yes. the first three episodes, I said, I don't know if I'm going to keep watching this. And then it turned out fabulous. Mm-hmm. It was great. And uh, and uh, the, the greatest ever was uh, 
Kirsten Dunst and that lump of a husband of hers. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Jesse Plemons, yeah. I believe. Yes. <laughs> the yeah. lump. This guy, yeah. he gets more roles for being a, a, yeah. a nothing. That's a great word. He's a lump. lump. <laughs> yeah, he is a lump. <laughs> he is. How do you end up with Kirsten Dunst, though? Yeah. That's what I, you know, there's something going on there that something. I can't figure out. But she Who's was, in this one? Uh, John Hamm is, is becoming the villain. Mm-hmm. and uh, Jennifer Lee. And, and oh yeah, okay. Jennifer Lee, but uh, it's uh, it's from Ted Lasso. It's, it's the uh, it's Kaylee from Ted Lasso. Uh, um, yeah, the te- uh, J- Temple is it uh, the young? Yeah, she does true. not look at all like she does. No. Juno Temple, Juno Temple, Juno okay. Temple. In every other series, it took. I had to I look know. up. I had to look up yeah. and see who it was. Yeah. But she's doing, they really doing the hard Minnesota oh, accents really in this know. one. In this one, they are doing Is the, John Hamm ever not available? It's the damnedest thing. That guy is in everything. Yes, but he I mean, he's great. I like him. But. He does not need the lead role, though, either. He yeah. just, he's like, you know, and he's willing to play everything. Yes. You know, I think he's actually expanding his... Uh, you know his his horizons. To, he doesn't have to be the good guy. He doesn't have to be the bad guy. He's just uh, he's just he incredible just, amount of work. Yes, yes, he does. Yeah, we'll we'll certain we'll see what happens in this uh, this season. It it feels like though just from that first episode and and if you've I think I watched two. Didn't they post? Two? Oh, they get two. They already? post two. Oh, okay. I haven't uh, seen the second one where we saw it on the streaming. I think they okay. posted two. I watched the first one the night before Thanksgiving. But the, uh, before but going the trouble out, but. is, if you, if they post two, then you got to wait two weeks for the next one. Right. Right. And when you're as old as we are, you guys, you, you try to okay. What do you know? Um, you always got to watch the previews. And uh, I got a new one, by the way. Not bad. Top Dog. It's out of Sweden. Okay. It's uh, somewhere on Prime, and it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a it's a crime story, but it's pretty dang good. And it's uh, we're into year two. It's been around for a couple of years, I guess. We just stumbled on it. We're always stumbling on it. But uh, it's it's almost like in modern times, when you discover a series you can watch, it's like a big triumph. Yeah. <laughs> yep. you know, and my wife is like completely paranoid about watching anything with ads now. If you find something with a minute and a half ads in right. it, she can't watch we our whole lives we did <laughs> five minute breaks. Whole, our whole wives, you know, we watched a half hour sitcom that was twenty two minutes of programming right. and eight minutes of ads or well, more. What happened to us? How did we get so spoiled? It's incredible. Don't most shows have cert, you know ad insertion of some? A lot of them do now. Like yeah. there's this thing called Freebie that has. Oh, I love Freebie. Yeah, Freebie. John and then, loves that too. Yeah, and Tubi's got that. that Tubi's, Tubi's got every movie of all time, but they got and documentaries. Yeah, they got, they got, got everything. Documentaries. And then it's free, but it, you got to sit through the ads. Yeah, I don't. But, but my wife, I can't. She said, "Oh, this got ads. I'm not watching." So what happened to you? You know, yeah, you know, yeah. every show you ever watched. You grew ad. up with four channels <laughs> yes. or three. I grew up with one. Yeah, I had I had one. Sioux Falls, Kelloland. That was back in the good old days when they had ads for cigarettes. Yes, that's, booze. That's right. A real man smoked. Kelloland. Fifth, twenty minutes of sports. Captain Eleven. It was fantastic. Marlboro Man. And then. Because you only had one station, and they were they signed off at midnight, but 
Some of the really popular, it was CBS, but some of the really popular ABC or NBC shows would run at 12, 1030. They would, they would have like a, oh, really? At a 1030, yeah. Okay. 1030 slot for the, some of the really popular ones. So my old man had a tower to bring in channel 11 high enough to bring down an airplane too. Is about, Do you have the flashing light on top? We had like the fifth TV in Fulda. Wow. It was, uh, you know, that was, that was really something people would come over and you, and then once in a while, if there was a. I remember watching a Gopher Iowa basketball game with really big implications in the Big Ten, fifty-five maybe, because Iowa had Carl Kane. Iowa had a couple of black guys who were really good, which they was kind. Of, we considered that cheating, you know, back in because we still we we didn't segregate ourselves until Archie Clark and Lou Hudson and our football. We were all white too, and they were smart enough to get players. But I remember watching it in. Behind this coating of out of out of Sioux City, Iowa, Channel Nine, we had and behind this coating of snow, but we were watching the game. To, you know, you could tell who was winning and who was yeah. losing and who was scoring, but it was watching like that was uh, yeah. Do you remember in the eighties when Spectrum? was introduced oh, yes. on channel 23, but you had to get a decoder box. Mm-hmm. And it had the twins, the North Stars, and porn. And so, as, so, that was, so uh, as a youth, as a young man, you mm-hmm. would sit there at about midnight with this little oh, TTV, oh, swinging oh, line, yeah. seeing if you could see a body part. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden. All, yeah, so spec, yeah, you all had Spectrum, but if you didn't pay for it, then you just got yeah. the... And this was before, I think. I probably Mr. Zulgad, if you said to him, I want to buy Spectrum, he would have said, are you crazy? Yeah, yeah he probably ha- had it, but I couldn't get access to it. <laughs> but I just remember, because it would be squiggly lines on Channel 23, and you'd be like looking to see if you could see well, something. Well, that might be the future. All of them on a pay. Uh, yeah. I, is, uh, you think, uh, Channel 45? Or twenty three. I think one of them's going to get involved with something. Twenty nine is going to have fifty twins games. I think something's going to have to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe have all of them. What the heck? Did Did you see uh, Sonny Gray sign with the Reds? Oh, oh, the Reds, huh? Or I'm sorry, the Cardinals. 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 So the Cardinals are bringing in the all the twins. old man pitching staff. Gibby, Lance, Lynn. Yeah. What did Sonny get? Uh, three years, seventy five mil. Seventy five. Woo! Twenty five per. Sonny. I'm happy for him. Mm-hmm. He wanted to go to Atlanta, apparently. He did. Uh, who could blame him? Yeah. And Atlanta, Atlanta needs pitching too. I think Lance Lynn's cooked though. I would oh yeah. Not, what are the Cardinals I, I wouldn't doing? Have given what him are the Cardinals dime? doing? I don't know. Gibby is, but his I stuff mean, doesn't play anymore. Plus, they got the best they're ever going to get out of Gibby in Baltimore for yeah. about half of last year. Yep. But I didn't see Sonny sign. Good. Yep. The, the Cardinals and Maeda went to Detroit. Yeah, I saw that. That's that doesn't bother me. I, mean, I agree. Good. With good luck to him. But uh, yep. That's uh, here's the problem though. You're uh, you're not gonna you know without Sonny, your pitch is not gonna be as good, and you're not gonna be as healthy next year. You're just not. Yep. When you look, the the f- good fortune doesn't usually last two years, right? Yep. So, you know, you had two guys last year who made all thirty two starts, and you had uh, you know the. Nobody else was. You lost Malley, but who? You know, you don't even know if he was good or not. Right. 
So that's 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 going to be the uh, the big vacuum to be starting. The reason they were good this year was starting pitching, and the reason they're very questionable for next year is starting pitching. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. All right, sir. We'll talk to you next week. Okay.